Last week, of course, uh, there were leaders representing the group of seven nations at the G7 summit, and they said that they're going to be taking a united approach to China, and this is fairly obvious, in order to diversify global supply chains and reduce dependence on one country. Makes a lot of sense. Joining us now to explain more is Dr. Elizabeth Jackson, who is the Curtin University supply chain expert. Good afternoon to you, Doctor. Oops. Hello, thank you for joining us. Um, I think if you don't mind, if we go back to the actual summit it said, uh, mm. s- uh, as it was uh, said on the day, this this is making a lot of sense, isn't it? Is it due, do you think, because we sort of lost a lot of trade from China and product and so forth during the COVID situation? Has this brought it to a head? Yes, I think that's um, entirely right. Um, as consumers, I think we all... Um, I just had enough yeah. um, waiting for our stuff um, <laughs> to come to, 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 to filter through the supply chains um, that that start in China. Um, and I mean, this has been building to a head for um, a little while now. And, and manufacturers and importers um, have been a little bit sensitive um, and a little bit worried um, about the single source nature of China. But it was really COVID that when I think people yeah. sort of said enough is enough. Yes, a lot has uh, changed then. Mm. Yeah. 20 years, a long time for them to be as dominant as they were. And they were able, of course, to have low-cost manufacturing. Uh, therefore, of course, was dominating the global trade, as you've said. But the thing is, are we going to have other countries that are going to be able to meet that supply? Well, this is what's going to be very interesting to, uh, to to sit on the sidelines and observe because, of course, to get up to the capacity that China um, has given us as a manufacturing country is going to take quite a while, um, and it's going to it's going to be interesting to see who steps up to the plate. Yeah. So, um, organisations, sorry, countries, I should say, like yeah. Vietnam are already doing really well. Korea, uh, particularly in vehicle manufacturing, are already doing really well. But it's those day-to-day goods, you know, like your leaf blower and your garden furniture and your microwave, um, that we're really going to have to um, see who, who takes up the slack. What has been the response from China about this? Um, to be honest with you, that with with so much that's been going on, um, particularly with the the passing of our dear Tina Turner, um, yeah. <laughs> um, these these sorts of stories um, have have gone pretty quiet um, in the news. And and what China's response was um, is hasn't really been talked about very much. But I think the important point here is the the words of Joe Biden were very were caref- very carefully chosen to to say that the G7's ambition is not to decouple from China no. it's to de-risk yeah it makes sense uh, yep. yeah which i think is it, it, it's a very important point to make because this is not china's fault no, no. You know, China have been doing, you know, they've just been doing what we've asked them to do. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and, and making more stuff cheaper. Um, and, um, you know, we have, we, we have contributed to the, to the issue by accepting it. Yeah, very true. We should all be very responsible. Okay, diversification can be achieved, it seems, which is very good to see. Um, how is this going to impact on consumers? How quickly would this start to happen, do you think? Or has it already started? It is already starting. Um, We've seen big, big brands, for example, like Apple, um, move out of China um, to neighbouring 
countries for their manufacturing. Um, so steady, steadily, it is happening. Um, but of course, when that happens, there are all sorts of start-up and establishment costs. Um, and I would really like to see some of that manufacturing come home. Yeah, good point. Um, to Australia. Um, we've got to sort out our internal or domestic logistics problems and, and who and who is going to actually work in these manufacturing places. Um, but once that those problems can be addressed, uh, it would be really great to see um, Australia stepping up to the plate and, um, and and offering these manufacturing services. But it is unfortunately going to come at a cost. That's what I was wondering uh, about. Yeah. yeah, our labour, you know, for example, yeah. our labour, our cost of labour, our distances to markets um, are so are, are so big and unwieldy um that it's it's we will it is going to be a trade-off well the whole thing is that the consumer does look at quality of course they do it's important because you want your product to last but they also look at the with the cost of living these days they look at the price of items and so i can't see how we in australia with manufacturing which would be wonderful to have happen how we can Mm -hmm. compete well, absolutely. And, I, you know, in this situation, I think about, um, you know, real consumer goods. I mean, as a as a, uh, a, a lady of high consumption, one of the, um, the, the products that I think about is nail polish, for example. <laughs> you know, we go through so many trends and changes of what's fashionable for our nail polish. You know, one minute it's blue, one minute it's green, one minute it's baby pink. And the thing is, these really high turnover goods that China can just pump out, um, you know, depending on what the on what Taylor Swift <laughs> wears in her, you know, latest um, interview um, on the telly or in her her latest concert. Um, and we all respond saying, oh, I want that. But then um, Miley Cyrus will come out with a different coloured nail polish. So we ditch poor old Taylor Swift's coloured nail polish and we turn to Miley Cyrus. Oh, my gosh. And these are the products. Yeah. Not the cars and the building equipment. It's these little products that we respond to as consumers and we just want quick turnover. Yeah, no, you're, um, you're right, yeah. But she, and fashion is a big one. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And they are experts at it, aren't they, in, in China, of course, for all these years. My God, they turn their hand to anything. Oh, my goodness, they yeah. are ex- extraordinary engineers ex- and extraordinary manufacturers. Yeah. How, how many countries were represented at the summit, approximately? Oh well, there. Well, the the main mainly there were seven. Okay. Um, and so, and and those and in those countries, um, who are not necessarily big manufacturers, but big consumers. Oh, um, right. uh, you know, and this is where they sort of they came from. Um, you know, saying that we really, in terms of our consumption and our purchasing. We've got to diversify. We can't just be sourcing yep. out of China. Um, we've got we've got to go elsewhere. So, can I just ask you how you are going to put that plan into place? You say there are a, a few countries that are coming forward already, Vietnam and so forth. So, yes. is there anything else that we in Australia need to do, and what other countries are going to benefit as well? Yeah. So, in the short term, um, these strategies generally come out of um, government investment. Um, so, you know, you, you would have seen in the, um, in the, in the budget that was released, the federal budget that was released, um, several days ago now, um, you know, there, there's been a focus on, um, on, on manufacturing, on labour, on transport systems and logistics and not necessarily, um, 
transport as in um, products, but transport as in um, uh, domestic and, and, and transport travel as well, um, to keep the keep the keep the juices of society flowing, yeah. um, to to keep that manufacturing going and to boost um, and to boost so that invest other investors and put also manufacturers who are willing to take a risk mm. on 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 getting manufacturing going and, and, and expanding what they already do, possibly not overseas, but here as well. Um, it's, it's that idea of um, managing, or managing risk and using government funding in the short term yep. to, to bolster that. They would have to look very carefully at a product or products, if manufactured here in Australia, that number one, they weren't able, to, that we weren't able to get overseas in a hurry, that we were backups would work in with these other countries perhaps. Yes, well I think this is, um, this is a really interesting point Jenny, uh, because what we might be able to do is we might to be able to collaborate for example where component parts are mm. made in Indonesia, for example, one of our closest and, high, and highly populated countries, um, component parts are manufactured there and then they're brought to Australia to be put together. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. You know, so if, 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 even if you think about, you know, bicycles or, or computers, um, you know, the component parts are, ma uh, are manufactured abroad mm. and, um, and they're brought here in bulk and they and they're manufactured here makes a lot of sense doesn't it mm -hmm. well it's been a long time coming and obviously everyone's going to benefit from it and hopefully it just gets off the ground and the, the commonwealth government you know sort of do support people that want to start manufacturing again i mean we, we lost everything offshore the the holden car business and so many things yes. didn't we yeah yeah absolutely and i think um well i know that australians are um one of the biggest supporters of um onshore manufacturing so the good old buy australia brand yep true um is very very, very, very strong in this country, and we need to keep keep, keep that up, um, despite the cost of living and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, if we can just keep supporting um, local manufacturing or national manufacturing, it's going to go a long way to helping our economy. And the other thing is, we don't need the different coloured nail polishes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important to a lot of people, Elizabeth. You shouldn't write that. It is true. No, I'm so. <laughs> I'm boring. I have the same colour every day, every time. <laughs> Thank you so much for explaining that. It's very optimistic. It's, it sounds fantastic. Thank you for time. Thank you.